Uh, Jets uh, first-round pick quarterback Sam Donald. Sam, Mike Francesa on the fan in New York. Welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. I'm great. I, I really appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. Thank you. How have your first couple of days been? Uh, first couple of days were great. Um, getting to learn the system, uh, seeing some of the guys, you know, a lot of vets, most of the vets weren't there, um, but seeing all the rookies there and uh, seeing all the coaches, working with Coach Bates, it was amazing uh, to be able to finally – uh, get my feet wet a little bit in terms of learning the system and learning the playbook. Sam, what were you think? What did you have? You're sitting out there on the West Coast. Uh, you've gotten a lot of attention the last couple of years. You knew you were going to be a high pick, whether you were one, two, three, four, whatever it was. What were you thinking? Did you have an idea? Did you have a not that you had a fa- uh, preference because you didn't say you did, but the idea? Did you think you were going one place more than another? No, I honestly had no idea. Um, you know, when when Cleveland was on the clock, I was ready to. For a phone call uh when the giants were on the clock i was ready and then you know when the jets had their opportunity to pick me i kind of felt like um i wasn't going to slide past there um i had a really good feeling you know after meeting with them and uh meeting all the coaches and seeing some of the players as well in the facility when i was uh, on my top 30 visit just had a really good feeling and uh got that phone call and you know as they say the rest is history (laughs) what do you you know walking in the door like you haven't met everybody yet i'm sure you know you still you still got to meet a lot of the players you haven't seen a lot of the vets and that's a team that's you know a changing team as it is but what what right now is is the thing that you're saying this is what i have to do this is where what i have to accomplish here this spring even before training camp what is it you have to accomplish right now I think the biggest thing for me is just coming to work every day. Um, it sounds cliche, but it's so true. It's just doing my job every single day, um, you know, in the classroom, on the field. Um, and by classroom, I mean film room, uh, being able to study and learn the playbook, um, learn from guys like Teddy, from Josh, and guys like Hack, guys who have been there and have more experience than me. So I'm um, just going to learn as much as I can in the short amount of time that I have to learn. Uh, so I'm just going to step in there, be myself, do my thing, and lead the way that I lead, but uh, not force it. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to force anything upon anyone. Um, I'm just going to do my thing and make every opportunity, um, or I should say make the most of every opportunity that comes my way. Do you think about, I mean, is there a timetable? Is there anything in your mind, any goals that you set for yourself right now? I mean, obviously you don't know when you'll start, when that'll happen, what'll happen during the, the, you know, the preseason games. But, I mean, do you have thoughts about certain stages you want to take and certain steps you want to take this season? I mean, in terms of just understanding the playbook, I think that's just is just understanding that. Um, but like you said, I mean, can't really, you know, I can't really form any goals around what I want to accomplish this year without knowing what my role on the team is going to be. Um, so whether I'm a backup, I'm going to have, you know, a different role than I'm going to have if I was a starter. Um, so I just think knowing what my role is and um, going about it that way is what I'm going to do and it's kind of what I do best. But at the same time, heading into camp, um, OTAs, all that stuff is just continuing to be myself, uh, continuing to work hard and uh, put myself in the best position to succeed. What has your head coach said to you? What's that? I'm sorry. What has your head coach told you? What 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 has Todd said to you? Um, coach Bowles is amazing. Um, you know, as you know, he he's a defensive coach. Um, so I've had you know most of my encounters have been with Coach Bates right. um, in terms of just talking about the offense and everything, but. Um, Coach Bowles is just, you know, he's he's a very funny guy. Um, he's a, he's a really good guy. Um, so we just 
you know, we have conversations about um, kind of the culture. And uh, I guess I should say in my top 30 visit, I had more questions um, to him about, you know, what kind of culture he wants to bring here and everything like that. But um, in terms of what to expect from my play, um, there hasn't been many conversations in that regard. You know, you come from, obviously, a storied program. You got a lot of attention in your time there. You handled it all very well from, you know, your incredible first year uh, and all the attention and the winning and everything that went on. Your second year when you were under scrutiny all season, all that. Uh, but now you're here on the East Coast. It's a whole different world. Uh, what's been, for, for a West Coast guy, what's been the thing that has surprised you that's been a little weird or different about being here? Um, I mean, I, I actually visited New York City for the first time, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it's a lot, a lot bigger than LA. Um, just in terms of the uh, like the building when you're in, when you're actually on the street and looking at the buildings and everything that's going on around NYC, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but it's awesome too. I mean, it's just the people are amazing. I feel like everyone's in a rush wherever they're going. Uh, so it's just it's a little bit different in that regard from from LA. But um, in terms of handling the media and everything like that, I feel like it's mostly the same stuff. Um, for me, it's it's been really easy to handle the media because I'm I can easily be myself, and you know it's I don't have to be anything that you know I don't have to be anything different than I am with my friends or my family or my coaches or my teammates. I can be the same everywhere I go. Um, with the media and with all my friends and everything. So it's very easy for me to kind of just be myself and um, let everyone know who I am without worrying about anything. Now, you know, if you're a guy who gets a lot of attention and comes as a future quote-unquote franchise quarterback like you are, you come to the Jets, there's one guy everybody gets compared to, as you know. So you know the legend, the saga, the uh, legacy of Joe Namath. Have you first, have you met Joe Namath yet? Broadway Joe. Have you um, met him already? I have, I have not. I have not met him yet. Now, here's interesting what he said uh, about you today. He said, and Joe, you know, usually says a lot, but uh, and he's still very quotable, and he follows the team very closely. He said, what Sam has to do, and he had to do this himself, because he came in with the big, with all the hoopla, and came in with the, at the time, outrageous amount of money and all this stuff in a very changing world many, many years ago. And had to win the team over because there was a lot of jealousy about him getting all the money and everything else. But he said, Sam's got to show the team he can play and show the team he can lead them before he's going to be the starting quarterback. How do you think? Tell me what you think about when you hear that. Yeah, I mean, I actually saw that. Um, I saw him say that. And it's just it's just reassuring um, because it's I know that's exactly what I have to do. You know, I, I did that at USC. I mean, I'm not like I said before, I'm not going to come in and demand anyone's respect you know i know i gotta earn it um and i'm gonna go in like i keep saying myself but um just go in there and um you know not make too much noise just do my thing and but when it's when i'm on the field um i i understand the quarterback has to be the leader um so i'm gonna go into that huddle very confident own the playbook um and at the line of scrimmage just owning it and being able to tell the guys what to do no matter what and because at the end of the day, guys want to be led. You know, whether you're a, a veteran lineman, veteran receiver, veteran running back, um, guys want to have someone in the huddle being able to tell them what to do with confidence. Um, so I'm going to go and do that. 
Um, and as time goes on, uh, be able to earn that respect in the locker room and not demand it. What's your, what would you say right now as a young player? And this could change because, you know, you'll evolve as a player, obviously. But uh, we're talking with Sam Donald, the Jets' number one uh, pick, the uh, hopefully quarterback of the future here for the Jets for a very long time. What is your greatest strength as a quarterback right now? Um. You know, I think I do a lot of things well. I think the biggest thing that I do well is my instincts. Um, I think I play really well. I'm a very instinctual player, um, being able to figure out when to get out of the pocket, when to make the right throw with the right timing, um, that kind of thing. Just having a good feel for the game, I think, is what I do uh, best. Are you a big training guy? Are you a big conditioning guy? Are you more a football? Are you more a player, or are you a guy who's also a workout guy? You want because the quarterbacks are different. Some are, some aren't. I mean, which one? Which one are you? Yeah, I think I'm a little bit of both. Um, you know, I I like to be very balanced. Um, I'm a big time, you know, believer that you got to put the time in in the film room, um, and you got to, you know, work with your receivers. You know, get on get on the same page, but at the same time, I I got to be I got to hold up, you know, myself and my weight in the weight room. Um, I got to be aware of everything. I got to be aware of my body, um, but I also have to be cognizant of the playbook and what's going on, what my receivers, what my linemen, what my running back is doing every single play. So um, there's definitely a balance that goes on there, and I like to say that um, I'm pretty balanced in that regard. What was, how old were you, Sam, the first time you thought Siri, that it crossed your mind that you could be an NFL quarterback? How old were you? I mean, I'd like to say I was young uh, when I think I could play in the NFL. Did you um, think about it when you were like a kid growing up? Were you thinking about the NFL all the time? I mean, I would like to say I was thinking more about the NBA, to be honest. Oh, really? Um, Did you play basketball in high school? Yeah, I played basketball. Um, When I was a little kid, I I loved basketball. It was, you know, kind of my first love. Right. um, You know, played baseball as well and football, obviously. Were you a Laker fan? Huge Laker fan. Okay. Big Kobe Bryant fan. Big Kobe guy, obviously. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And and what was your baseball position? Um. I bounced around a little bit. I mean, I played a lot of pitcher. Um, I was third base, first base, um, some center field, outfield, all that stuff. And so. you were Do- were you a Dodger fan? Yep, yep. And family who, who was your favorite? Ba- who was your favorite baseball player? Growing up, yeah. Um, I mean, when I was a really little kid, I mean, my dad was a huge fan, so I really bought into him. Was uh, Mike Piazza? Okay. Um, we yeah, know we was, know him well, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sean Green. Um, oh yeah, all those guys. Yeah, Eric Gagne. Sure. Um, yeah, big. Yeah, big Dodger fans um, over here in the Darnold family. <laughs> really, and all big home run hitters too. So you you like the home run hitters and and who was your quarterback growing up? What, were you, well, who, first of all, you didn't have a team in LA. So who, what team did you root for? Uh, the Trojans. <laughs> I was a big uh, big SC fan growing up. Big SC, no no NFL team. No, because we didn't. I mean, we have the Chargers um, right. down, down here in San Diego, but um, you know, we were just our whole family grew up watching USC, and as you know, you know, a lot of people know my grandfather went to SC, right? Um, so we just had a bunch of USC ties and loved the Trojans growing up, and then all, you know, as a young kid growing up with Liner and watching Liner and those great games and all that stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, those yeah. were great games too. They really were. Yeah, exactly. So just growing up during those days was. Um, amazing for me. Um, so yeah, I think my favorite quarterback growing up would be all those, all those uh, USC guys coming up through the ranks. Whether it was, whether it was Carson, Carson right. Palmer, uh, Liner, 
Sanchez, you know, Barkley, all those guys. Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking with Sam Donald, of course, who's now uh, working with the Jets, and hopefully, uh, as everyone hopes, has the hopes of this franchise. You know, you know the. You'll hear the history of the Jets and the long-suffering history of the Jets and all this stuff that goes on, Sam. So as you get more used to it, you'll hear all about it, you know, from having waited all these years for another Super Bowl after Joe and the guarantee and all this stuff. So it's all part of the ritual of being the Jets in this town, you know, especially in the same town with the Giants. So it's all part of stuff you'll learn as you go along. So it becomes, you know, part of the plight of all the players, you know. It's just kind of part of the deal, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But you can change all that, so that's what they're hoping for. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But at the same time, just going to go in there, be myself, and um, lead the way that I lead. Well, listen, uh, uh, we'll see you at training camp when you get going. So uh, enjoy. You're going to live in, uh, uh, well, before, and uh, do you like the jersey? You know, you're a long way from the city where you guys train, so it's, it's a long way. What do you think of that area down there? It's a lot different than New York City where you, where you guys practice and stuff. I mean, it's a long way from there to the city, so there's a lot of, a lot of different kind of places to live there. Yeah, you know. It's, and there's uh, even beach. You know, you're not far from the beach. If you're a guy who likes yeah. the beach, you're not that far from, from pretty nice beaches in Jersey, too. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Um, but, uh, no, I like the town a lot. I mean, it's it's not New York City. It's it's more rural, uh, you know, kind of the back country, I guess, of Jersey, which is really cool. Uh, to be honest with you, I really like that. Um, you know, if you want to go to the city and enjoy that life, you can because it's only um, a forty. You know, people say it's a forty-minute train ride. Yeah. Um, well, train ride, then, yes. Don't take a car. It'll take you a little longer. Yeah, yeah you'll find yeah. out we have a lot of traffic. Yeah, listen, you're used to traffic. We, our traffic might be even worse than yours, and yours is pretty bad. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard the difference between New York and L.A. traffic is in New York, everyone's kind of flying around uh, trying to wiggle their way out of it. Um, but in L.A., people just sit in traffic because they know they're not going anywhere. Um, that's the only thing is that L.A., we kind of accept being in traffic. Yes. Whereas people from New York will try to get their way out of it as much as they can. And they'll honk their horn a lot. That, that, that is true. Yes, a little more aggressive, I would agree. Now, listen, Mother's Day this Sunday for all of us, uh, and you too. What about Kay Jewelers and Mother's Day? What do you got planned? Yeah, I mean, Kay Jewelers has been awesome uh, throughout this whole process. Before the draft, I, uh, I did a media tour with them, and um, I was actually able to get my mom something for draft day. Um, it was kind of a, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, if your kid has a birthday right before Christmas, you get them a gift for their birthday and Christmas. So um, I was able to get my mom a necklace for draft day and Mother's Day, um, which was amazing. How um, nice is just, that? There you go. And how excited? Yeah. How excited was she? Your parents must have been crazy, right? Oh my gosh! It was, you know, it was the time of her life. Just being able to um, give her a gift because a lot of times we're not, um, especially for me. Uh, during her birthday or for Mother's Day, it's hard to explain kind of the love that I have for her. Um, and it's hard to explain how much she actually means to me without, um, you know, with, without, you know, saying everything that I want to say. So there's, there's not really a better gift than getting her a necklace or a bracelet um, from K Jewelers, which has the most, you know, beautiful jewelry in America, in my opinion. Um, so it's just, it's honestly the perfect gift. Um, to give your mother for to show her that kind of unconditional love um, that sometimes you aren't able to explain with words. 
Very nice, Sam. And everyone can head on over to K Jewelers. Mother's Day right around the corner. You got a couple days, so get moving. Uh, Mother's Day this Sunday. So everyone head on over to K Jewelers and find something for their moms or wives or grandmothers or whomever uh, you spend that uh, day with. And uh, you know what? Unconditional love is what these Jet fans are going to have for you if you win some <laughs> games for them, Sam. So they've been waiting a long time for that franchise quarterback, and they have pinned their hopes to you right now. So uh, you're going to have a lot of attention, and we wish you well. We'll chat with you once we hit training camp, so good luck along the way and enjoy yourself. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks, Thanks Sam. Thank you. Sam Donald, the uh, former USC quarterback and now the quarterback of the future. We don't know when the future will begin yet uh, for the New York Jets. You know, do you put him in? Yeah, and that was Joe weighing in today with, hey, you have to win over the team. You have to show them you can play. You have to show them you know the playbook. You have to show them that you can win the game for them. And, you know, no one knows that better than Joe because when Joe took over, there were a lot of, you know, I saw John Schmidt yesterday who told me he was being honored. He was at the event I was at yesterday. And he said to me, came over and said hello. And he said, uh, you know, because uh, I got an, an, an honor yesterday from the telecare folks. And uh, he said, I was at a charity event the other day and who traveled like six hours to be there as a surprise for me, but Joe Namath and he, how overwhelmed he was that Joe did that for his teammate. But the point was, Joe said, you know, he has told the story many times about how a lot of the jets, they were very, very jealous and they wanted Joe to prove himself. They really wanted to go. They're like, Hey, who's this hot shot making all this money, this pretty boy, Pretty boy quarterback with the bad knees who can't be touched, who supposedly got the great arm, the golden arm, blah, blah. And he had to win that team over. And he did. Uh, we know the rest is history. And Joe talked about that today. And Sam's going to have to do the same thing. And how quickly does it? Does he do it right away? Does he do it from game one? Does he do it later on? Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. That's what we'll see as the, uh, as the training camp begins, preseason begins. Everyone will be wondering exactly what the timetable is for Sam Donald, that's going to be the thing that really tells the story of the next season for the Jets because this is the future. And the future is clearly uh, Sam and when he gets in the game and gets there to finally lead the Jets and where he can lead them. Uh, and I think he's going to lead them a long way. You know what I feel about Sam Donald. Uh, long before he came here, I told you for the last two years, I thought he'd be the next really good quarterback. So let's see if that turns out to be true. Back after this.